Welcome to the New Best Practices, a podcast about the process of creating software. I'm your host, Ross Hunter. I'm joined today by Jason Sitch. Hey, Ross. And Jace Browning. How's it going? Uh, and so today we're going to talk about um, points, uh, velocity, estimations, and trust. Um, <laughs> and uh, so what, what, got, uh, what got us thinking about this is, um, so I was having a uh, conversation with another, another developer uh, doing some contract work for a company, and I realized that we had like a, a, just a different understanding of what points means. Um, so points in general is, you know, the idea that you're, you're trying to estimate how long something's going to take. Well, so, but that's not even right. It's, you know, you're supposed to be measuring the complexity of a thing. It's, it's an abstract thing to try to help us estimate how long, estimate when things might be completed. Um, and it's, it's just, it's tricky to talk about because, it gets messed up with um, stuff like time and all these other things that 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 even I'm saying here, and I'm I'm trying to define it. Um, but I think at the end of the day, we're trying to get um, a velocity. So, Jason, I, I know you're a big <laughs> proponent of velocity. Uh, something like that. I, yeah. I think you have to define <laughs> like what do you want to do with all things. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, and maybe it's just the name points like people associate it with sports and like you get points and you win um but i i like to think of it as velocity which is kind of interesting it's it's also a number like typically points uh are a number they use for estimation um on some scale that you agree on with uh your other developers or your your team and uh, velocity kind of indicates, you know, out of those estimation, like how much of the work you're actually getting done. And it's, it's actually the, the result of, um, if you really think about it, what is velocity? It's like, it's a function where you put in inputs and you get an output and it gives you like a number, that number is relative to time. And like time's an input, effort's an input, uh, I don't want to use the R word, but, you know, people are an input into it, right? <laughs> and it gives you this, this magical number that's supposed to, uh, it's supposed to be the, the realization of, of all this work that you've put into a project. Um, and it's, it, if you want to, like I said, you got to pick what you want to do in life. Uh, if you want to, you could look at that number and you could track it over time, week by week. And that might give you a good indicator as to what's going on in your team in terms of process, in terms of people and how they work and an effort and stuff like that. At least that's, that's what comes to mind to me. I think what you're talking about, Ross, though, is you've come across various experiences mm -hmm. where people, people do think they win by getting points and that they could just get more and more points per week. Wouldn't that be great if like every week we double their points? That'd be really good, right? More so, points is better. That, that's yeah. just a factually true statement. Is yeah. higher velocity better? What, what would that mean to have I, a higher velocity every week over week? That's impossible, right? Unless yeah. you're unless you're uh, unless your scale is changing every week, you can't think, continue to go faster. 
you're just getting more points, right? So I, I advocate for a, a high stable velocity, meaning like if, if you're not if you're if you're not stabilizing your velocity and it's super volatile, I think it indicates that you have an issue somewhere. And it may be process, it may be people, it may be effort, maybe technology. I, I don't know. There's a lot of factors that go into it, but it indicates that you can't reliably deliver anything. And at the same time, you can't reliably estimate something either. Um, do you guys agree with that? Yeah, I, I see a lot of uh, people trying to use the estimation is the big deal. They're trying, they want to know, they want deadlines. They want to fill out their Gantt chart. They, ha- they, have a, um, they have a deadline they're trying to meet. They have a product launch. and They've been told that if you use this abstraction called points, you know, that you get slightly better estimates. But but I think that that's that's simply not true, I would say. It's also a basically a defense mechanism for for developers Uh, rather than saying, oh, you said this is only going to take half a day and it took you two days. What's the deal? Um, You know, you that's a much more concrete difference than like, oh, you said this was three points, but it, you know, it really felt like it took you a little bit. Yeah. You know, and I think that is some of it is basically a protection for developers from management. Uh, I, it can be that, that is not what it, that is way, that is the way I think a lot of people look at it. Um, when you have conversations about, you know, should bugs be worth points? Uh, you can really, it's, it's really telling how some people react to that. I'm not saying that they're, that one way is right or the other, but people that feel that bugs should always have points are usually trying to win. They're usually trying to get points. Um, and people that don't are, are okay with something not having points because they're trying to get to that velocity number. They're not trying to prove something. And again, this is generalizations. Not everybody... Not everybody acts this way, but that is something I have seen where people will like retroactively change things to try to get more points. Um, they, they're trying to prove to somebody that they've done work. And, and to me, that's where trust comes in. It, it, it's a lack of if you if management, if you have a level of management and the developers can't trust each other, it, this point stuff gets gets really bad. It, it becomes not helpful. I like where you're going with the trust part where I, I've heard exactly what you talk about where developers saying like, if, if we don't estimate bugs with points, it looks like to management that we're not working on stuff, you know, we're not doing things. And my, my response is like, if, if they can't trust you, basically you need to either a tell them that, you know, you need to to hash this out conversation or B go look for another job. This is not going to work out. Yeah. But uh, they, they were the, under the impression that, nope, we're, uh, we're just going to, we're just going to estimate points so that we have something to show to management for, for effort. And I, to me, all of the ideas of agile and any kind of software development, um, it's to aid the developers, I guess it's to aid in software developing. It's not, to aid management and Gantt charts and stuff like that. It's, it's to help me do better. Yeah, if you're, if you're using your project management system to defend yourself from your project manager, 
I, th- I think you've already lost. I think that <laughs> entire team is a lost cause and needs uh, some serious help. Yeah. And I've seen that at, at bigger companies um, where, you know, there is bureaucracy and people will use points. Uh, it's almost like um, accounting tricks to get stuff done. Like each team is only allowed a certain number of points um, or they have to complete a certain number of points either way. And so everything starts getting fudged just so that um, just so that the numbers line up and you're, you're completely like, what are you, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, what are you (laughs) trying to do? What is the point of everything you're doing right now? Yeah, it becomes their, their currency of their internal politics. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I don't want to work anywhere like that. I mean, I think I, I, I honestly think like even just if they're even talking about points, that might be just a red flag and be like, that might not be a place you want to work if you have a choice. Uh, if, you, if they're not talking about just like we deliver software and value and all that, if they're talking about deadlines and points and velocity and scrum and, and all these things. Uh, these are just tools, and if they're committed to that above and above the actual delivery of product, then that's a problem. So I have worked in in a system like where we use Pivotal Tracker, and we worked on it. Uh, we worked on our process, and we got it to the point where I felt we actually had a stable velocity, and that we understood what a velocity was, and it helped us estimate things. I, I really do think that that we eventually got there. I think it took a lot of education, um, sp- you know, spreading basically everything we're saying here out to out to management and helping them understand that it. If you want to be able to estimate things in the future, the best way to do that is to develop this velocity. And to be consistent, that's really the main, you know, if, if you do relative velocity, like you, you're, you have to be in it for the long haul. You have, <laughs> when you come up with points, like points don't mean anything. They are an abstraction. That's the whole point. Uh, no pun intended. But so if you do that for three months, you do get established a velocity and you can actually start to make estimates, but you, you have to be in it for the long haul. But velocity is also an abstraction right i mean if you could estimate things correctly you could just line them up and have a deadline right so like the whole reason we got into points in the first place i don't know how many years ago was because we couldn't do that we were bad at estimating things in real time and lining them up um if we were better at that that would would be what we would do right if if you had tools and systems that you could accurately estimate how long it's going to take to do various tasks. That wouldn't be an abstraction, but I think velocity is still an abstraction that we do just because we're not good at directly estimating. Right. That, that, and that, I think that could come back down to not fully understanding the problem and the domain that you're, you're in. And, you know, using things like Fibonacci, like numbers to do estimation in order to account the fact that 
uh, I kind of think I know what this is going to be either technically or in terms of whatever requirements that you can, you've, you've concocted, but in actuality, I don't know about you guys, but like everything I implement is, it's not all laid out for me and things change and people's minds, they change about what this is going to be. And that, I think that's the idea with, with the estimation and why you can't just lay it out like ahead for like the next six months. Uh, Another aspect of points uh, in my in my mind is since it's an abstraction, uh, Jason and I can agree that the level of complexity of this problem is, you know, it's a large it's a large T-shirt or whatever. We don't need to go on and say like, oh, you know, Jason's better than me. It would only take him five days, but it would take me eight. Like so the idea it's supposed to wrap up some of that of the abstraction of the team itself and um, those types of things where, you know, how long is it going to take you? Well, you know, I think I'm awesome and I could cram this out. I do agree. It's, it's complicated, but I think I could do it quickly is a thing that somebody might say. um, And someone else might say, yeah, it's complicated. And I have no idea how long it'll take me. The thing that we can agree on is that it's complicated. That is, or we can agree on, roughly its complexity and so that takes some of that um human error out of it so i i kind of i kind of sided with each of you guys for a moment and uh, i'm just <laughs> gonna say maybe it's all like a utopian lie like having a stable velocity because uh, from from experience um let's say you start like a greenfield pro- project and you start using it to like pivotal or something and it's like, well, let's, why don't you estimate a velocity for me? Like, what do you want to start at? Cause you, you don't know what you've, you can do yet as a team, you know, maybe you have new team members, maybe it's a different size team. Uh, it's a brand new project. So you try to like start estimating the stories out, you make up a velocity, you get going. And the idea that we we're just talking about this utopian idea of like, we'll stabilize velocity um, relies on stable inputs, but I I would say that those that the amount of change in software and the amount of uncertainty is enough where like you can never reach it, right? I mean that's okay. We just accept it. We say yeah, everything fluctuates, like change happens. But think about like you start a project and you start estimating stuff and you estimate it by feature, but you don't even have a project started in terms of code, and you're like well. I have to spend a day to set up the project. And because we're estimating, we're just going to eat that, right? So we're going to set up the project, we're going to deliver feature one. Uh, and then time goes by, and as long as something looks like feature one, your estimates are good. But the moment they don't look like feature one, and you have to do something new, like, oh, we need to introduce this whole new thing. We need to do this asynchronous update of the UI that we haven't done before, and we don't have the plumbing, we don't have the technology set up to do it. Okay, that that throws off your estimations. It's like a new thing that you weren't really kind of accounting before, whereas maybe you estimated just by features, like you you had a user story, right, that didn't really describe the technical details of it. And again, you said, well, I'm just going to eat this again. Like, we'll do it one time, and every story that looks like this, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just amateurize that over time. But that just keeps on happening, right, where, like, unless this is a clean and cut, you know, clear cut app, um, 
you always have like new stuff that kind of pops up or maybe you put it out to production and you're like, Oh, this doesn't scale. I have to do this totally new thing where we're doing all this caching now. And again, it's, it's probably like all these technical gotchas that come around or else maybe it's like, we didn't really understand the problem initially. And now we do. And that affects, I, I think that affects all those estimations out there and kind of maybe, maybe you never reach stable velocity. Like, yeah, even if you did reach stable velocity, are you really building a product that just has a steady pipe of estimatable features and you just every day just code, 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 code? I mean, at some point you've built a product and it's successful and you maintain it and you fix bugs. It's cookie cutter. You just, you just stamp it out, right? Like why, well, why would you do velocity anymore? You could estimate at that point. You know what the things are. Uh, I mean, maybe, yeah. So, but you have, again, that's, I mentioned, you have to be in it for the long haul. You have, yes, stuff is going to come up and you're not going to have estimated it. And, but that should happen at a regular basis. And so six months later, you should be able to say, yeah, like we, I'm going to estimate the complexity of this thing. And past experience has told us that shit always comes up. So that's why we have, that's part of the velocity. And that's why I would propose you don't add points to bugs or, you know, certain types of setup tasks and things like that, because those are unpredictable. Uh, (laughs) They're predictably unpredictable. Like, you know, they're going to happen, but you, you know, they're unknown unknowns. That's just part of, that's part of the, that's part of the thing. So if your velocity, what do you want to be when you grow up? What is your velocity <laughs> for? Are you, trying to, are you trying to determine what's going to happen in the future? Are you trying to look at stuff that's happened and see, hey, our velocity dipped. You know, what happened? Uh, I think that's a good thing. Like it, it should be, you should be, if you have a dip in velocity, you should just be able to explain it. It's not a bad thing. You should be able to explain it. So if if there's a dip in velocity, you could say, yeah, we like had to, we're doing a lot of setup for this next feature. Or um, yeah, we did a lot of training. We're all trying to learn this new thing or something like that. Like it should be, it's not a bad thing to have a dipped velocity. It's bad to have a, if you don't know why, if you're just like, yeah, I guess we didn't actually... We're not able to ship any features. I don't know why. It does at least give you that indication. Like, hey, you're not shipping features. Did you notice that? Like, while you're, you're writing all this code, you're fixing, you know, maybe you are fixing all these bugs or whatever, but you're not shipping features. That's okay. We just need to know why. <laughs> well, it, it, brings, uh, it brings it to your attention too, right? Like, yeah. as opposed to just kind of feeling that something's wrong, you actually have something that you might be able to point to to say, oh, this metric is going down. Uh, you know, something is probably wrong and it keeps trending down. You know, what's, what's, uh, what's affecting it? Is it the process, the technology, the people? Like, what, what, what can we do, right? And that's where, um, again, I see it as like a development tool for developers rather than something for managers. It might be nice for managers, like maybe it can help you some estimations, but at the same time, like you're saying, if if we for velocity drops in half, we can have a retro. We can talk about what we're doing 
in terms of process and people and things like that. And maybe we can figure out and come up with an answer as to what needs to change. Okay. Well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go farther then. Make no estimate. No estimates. Uh, yes. No estimates. We Damn just the man. Work, we work on features in priority order. What's wrong with that? Why can't I, why can't we do that? Works for me right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you have a high level of trust, uh, but between, between who? Between who product, who? product owners, product stakeholders. Uh, if you Isn't, don't have any real deadlines that you need to know anything about. But that's, that's kind of it, right? If, if you all trust each other, maybe you don't need any of those things, right? I, I mean, think of it like a, like a relationship. You know, you don't insist on getting like deadlines from your partner for every little thing just because you need to like in your head, sum it up and figure out when things are going to happen. You just trust the person. And I think ideally you just trust your entire team and that would be better than uh, any sort of estimation system, right? I think, no. So <laughs> I, I think your, your whole process, um, agile, whatever, whatever you pick, uh, you need tools to track it. Um, and it can be your competitive advantage in the market to deliver things faster with better quality um, than the next guy, right? And that's something that you can measure and tweak. So I think if you care about it, you should try to implement a tool. And I think this is just a tool to get there. Maybe it's not the ultimate tool, but just saying like, oh, we'll do whatever. Um, that's fine, I guess, if you have a lead in the market and you can do it like that. But um, I, I think what that leads to is waste and you don't care about waste. And I've seen that personally in my experience. Why, why does it lead to what, what is wasted? Uh, like, okay. So. Cause, if, cause I mean, I might argue that if you spend a lot of time estimating that could be wasted, I but can. if the team only works on the most important things first, that's not waste. Right. Well, I, I guess it's not only the priority order of things. Imagine if you will, I, I've worked at a place where I've given over a task to a guy and I thought it would take two hours and two weeks later I get an update on it. Right. And it, it gets, it got lost. Like no one tracked it. No one really cared. Like it, it actually showed up in pivotal and Oh yeah. How's that going? But we had no real estimate on it. Like there was nothing to drive us to ask why did that take two weeks? Except for me in the back of my head saying, this is ridiculous. Like, what, what else are you doing with your life? And, and um, I think that points to team, team size and configuration is a big part of this, right? If yeah. you have one or two people, then yeah, like maybe some rough estimates to know like, hey, are we going to get this out by the end of the year? Like type, type estimates might be fine. But if you have, if you're working on a big project for a client with, you know, three separate teams, like you need to know when the API is going to be, you know, you need to know when that API is going to be ready. You need to know if it's running behind so you can move some R words over there to help it or anything like that. I think you, so you said the word client and I think it totally depends on what type of work you're doing and who the work is for. Yep. Uh, if, if, if you're working for a client, you know, and they're, 
you know, paying you by the hour of the week, they definitely care how long things are going to take because they need to know how long they're going to keep paying you. Or if you want your app done by the time the trade show rolls around or, you know, your your Valentine's Day app or whatever, you know, like there sometimes things have deadlines. Sometimes I think too many teams think they have deadlines that they don't actually have. I'd agree with that. And then they invest maybe 20 percent overhead trying to figure out when things are going to be done, even though they didn't have real deadlines. Like they could have been done 20% sooner if they just didn't even think about it. Uh, You know, and we've talked about this in the past. Like if you're building a work tool, say it's going to be done when it's done and everybody's going to use it because it's a work tool and it's mandated by some corporate thing. Uh, I don't think in that type of team, unless you're delivering it for a client and they're paying you a specific like rate, I think you could just work on all the features that you know have to be done and just get them done. I, I, think, it, I, I think that too many teams think they're just going to copy some other team's process and estimation. And if it worked for them, it should work for us. Why isn't it working? Well, I think because you, your team has totally different needs. Yeah, it's a lifestyle choice. Like, you got to pick how you want to live your life um, as a software development team, right? And maybe it's uncalled for for what you're working on, what you're doing to do estimation and points. Um, and, and a lot of big companies, you, you say, like, the team decides. Well, a lot of big companies, the team doesn't decide. You know, yeah. it's not that that lifestyle choice isn't even the team's choice. They're given from. a lifestyle. And I think that's one of the reasons why those large teams aren't as successful. Yeah. No, you should totally quit those types of jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, there is definitely like an upper limit on how big your team can be to be productive. I mean, there is uh, definitely a certain overhead becomes too much. Like you're saying, Jace, like, yeah, I'm, I guarantee there are teams out there exactly like you have described. And I guarantee there are teams out there that if they had gotten their shit together and coordinated a little bit would have been twice as productive, right? If they, if, if they had realized that, Hey, these two guys, these two, you know, two people over here are, are dragging the rest of us down and we don't even realize it or not even that there's a, there's a situation that is affecting our work but we didn't notice it because we weren't keeping track of these things doesn't have to be a person you know doesn't have to be people problems uh it can be you know natural occurrences you know so they were doing too much support we didn't realize that we were going to have to do all the tech support ourselves or you know these types of things can pop up and they will show themselves through tracking systems whether you use points or if you actually estimate things by the time i think is 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 less important but you should keep if you care about a thing you should keep track of it thank you for taking the time to listen to our thoughts here on the new best practices we are on the internet at the new you can find our contact information there we're on twitter and whatnot feel free to yell at us If you enjoy this program, please leave a rating on your podcast platform of choice and tell your friends. We are currently, very slowly, working on the next season, and any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks again. We look forward to next time.